Well, good afternoon, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us for today's Healthline 3, where we always like to focus on ways so you can improve your life or maybe the lives of those that you care about. We're joined today by some very special guests for Healthline. Andrea Walters, a nurse practitioner from Christus Palliative, and Wendy Neely, an account executive from Christus Hospice. Ladies, thank you again so much for being here today. Thanks. And we certainly uh, welcome you, too. And basically for Healthline over the next half hour, this is a great time to get your questions answered by Andrea and Wendy. So you can pick up the phone, give us a call at 318-219-4569 at any point, and we'll get your questions answered by these two professionals. And ladies, today's topic is palliative care. So Andrea, we'll start with you, if you can just shed some light on exactly what palliative care is and how this fits into what you do. Yeah, so palliative care is for patients with uh, life-limiting chronic illnesses. We help manage their symptoms at home. We um, don't take the place of a primary care provider or other specialist involved in their care. We simply go in and help manage their symptoms um, in, in the home and, and help, help their providers as well. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Wendy, from your perspective as an account mm -hmm. executive, I'm sure you've really seen the benefits of this. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. Most patients want to be at home. You know, they don't want to be in and out of the hospital. And so having palliative care come in can help that patient achieve those goals and to manage those symptoms instead of having to make three or four trips to a physician that week or even to the ER because they're not feeling well. Andrea can come in and manage those symptoms at home. Okay. Andrea, what kind of uh, patients do you typically deal with? What are the, uh, the symptoms that they experience and ultimately how, uh, how do we get them some help, the help they need? Right. So um, patients with life-limiting illnesses like COPD, chronic kidney disease, coronary artery disease, cancer, um, stuff you know, some chronic illnesses like that is, is really um, ultimately what we treat. Alzheimer's is another one. Mm. Um, and so we, the physician will send in a referral um, to us to uh, consult palliative care and we go and, and do a needs assessment on that patient and see what, what all we can do to help them manage their symptoms and collaborate with their provi providers and specialists. And one thing that kind of stood out when I was uh, doing some research on this topic today is when you hear of palliative care, you ultimately think of you know, the worst of the worst, where, you know, a cancer diagnosis or something like that. But this really covers a wide range of topics. You mentioned like something like kidney disease, Alzheimer's, even right. COPD. So this is a pretty wide field. Absolutely, absolutely. And we, uh, we just try to help patients manage those and um, try to keep them more with their family and at home than in the hospital and going back and forth to their doctors repeatedly. Uh, we just try to help and we also help prevent exacerbations. You know, if we, we see the patient, we can see them as many as much as we need. It's on a case by case as needed basis. And some patients may require you to see them every two weeks or every four weeks or if they're more stable, you can see them every six weeks. And sometimes going into the home we can we can, you know, we do a lot of education and we can also say, hey, I think, you know, I think you might be kind of headed towards an exacerbation. We need to, you know, maybe do, you know, try this or this treatment to try to get get you back at your baseline. Hmm. Interesting. Now, Wendy, I'd like mm -hmm. to ask you, too, what are some things that you see and how you help these patients out? So as um, 
Christus Hospice, a lot of times patients aren't ready for hospice. You know, maybe their disease process extends six months, and so, but they need that help. Then we can do home health with palliative care or just palliative care by itself um, to get them the, the care that they need at home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we'll talk about home health and how that relates to palliative care. Mm -hmm. So home health is also offered for, for patients who are homebound, but they need maybe physical therapy, medication management, um, but still they're still having that serious illness where they have a high chance of readmission back to the hospital or they just can't get their symptoms under control. Palliative care can come in to help manage these symptoms and work with the home health provider. Okay, very interesting. Now what is the difference between like hospice care versus palliative care? So hospice is more towards, more leaning towards comfort care, whereas palliative care you can still receive curative treatments and things of that nature with your illness. Okay, interesting. Now uh, this is, I think it's so interesting how this is um, not only helping the patients themselves but also their family members in not only just keeping them alive, so to speak, but also just kind of improving their quality of life. Can you talk about some of the things that you've seen, Andrea, when it comes to the family members aspect of this? Absolutely. So we do not care for just the patient. We care for the patient as a whole, and we also care for the family. We go in and we educate and we try to provide families and patients with resources to help you know, make their, their life a little bit easier and try to help them care for their loved ones. And it really helps the, it really helps the patient and the caregivers be able to spend more quality time together mm -hmm. and it reduces a lot of their stress and anxiety. Wendy, I'm sure we, we have some viewers today that are watching thinking mm -hmm. maybe my mother, my father, grandparents, mm -hmm. or even, you know, other members of their family too that, um, that maybe looking down this avenue of, mm -hmm. of something like this. How can the family members, where can they go to reach out to get some information about these, uh, about what's offered? Well, they can call us directly. Um, we can give you either phone number. The hospice line is the 318-383-6748. And um, we can get you in touch with our palliative care team at that number. Um, and ultimately the physician. The physician's gonna give the order for palliative care, and then Andrea is in communication with that patient's physician um, through this journey. Okay, mm -hmm. and it, that brings up a good point. Um, some folks don't wanna give up their doctors. Maybe they've been with them for years. Is that mm -hmm. something that once they go down this road that they have to give up their personal doctor, and how does, mm -hmm. how do their, does their personal doctor stay in the loop to, to stay with them? With palliative care, they will stay with all their same physicians that they see, whether it's their oncologist, their nephrologist, or their primary care provider. And I, I usually will reach out to their offices and we collaborate. We send each other notes back and forth um, on you know treatment plans and we kind of collaborate that way. I know with hospice, um, if they want to keep their same physician, they can. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have uh, wonderful direct medical directors that are able to provide uh, care for patients that are on hospice as well. Okay, very interesting. Now, of course, we, we know that things in life, um, healthcare isn't always the cheapest uh, for certain treatments, certain things like that. Um, can you give us an idea when it comes to home health or palliative care, how much does something like this typically vary and is it the same case by case basis? 
So home care and hospice is covered by Medicare at 100%, oh. and most private uh, insurances have a very good policy for both. With palliative care, um, they do accept insurance and they do get everything authorized ahead of time. If there's any out of pocket, you would be notified before Andrea even comes out. Okay, very Absolutely. interesting. And how do you go down that route to figure out, uh, I guess, cost or something like that? Is that uh, the paperwork, I'm sure, probably isn't confusing when you have someone like Wendy on the team. <laughs> so we have a whole department um, that's our intake referral specialist. And so when they do receive that patient's information, they are verifying the insurance benefits, contacting the family to say, hey, your doctor has sent over the information. We're getting everything processed. And here's a little bit about the program. So they will have someone in communication as soon as they get that paperwork. Okay, very interesting. I love the fact that it's as simple as possible. Yes. Um, yes. Sure, you know, when mm -hmm. it, folks have a lot of questions sometimes when it comes to things like this, but um, this is basically why we're doing this right now, to answer any questions that you have. So give us a call if you or family member may be interested in what's going on, 318-219-4569. Again, talking about the benefits of palliative care and how it can uh, improve the lives of our patients. And I believe that we do have our first caller on the line. Lynn, good afternoon to you. Hi, uh, yes. Um, I have um, several um, very debilitating um, comorbidities, such as heart disease, COPD, um, ankylosing spondylitis, that, and I've had cancer three times now. I also have um, uh, cancer in my thyroid and my stomach, and I'm on Medicare. And um, what is the process that I need to go through in order to receive palliative care here in Shreveport-Bajor area? Yeah, so all you would need to do is speak with one of your specialists, um, any of your <coughs> providers, so your PCP, your primary care provider, or your any of your other specialists, and just have them send in a referral, and um, we will link that referral onto the Facebook page, um, but it's 318-399-7520, and you can call, and one of the girls will or will help you, and they'll get you where you need to go. Okay, can I get that number once again? Yeah, I'm it's 318-399-7520. Okay, all right, wonderful, thank you so much. Yeah, thank it was you. nice meeting you. Yeah, Lynn, thank you so much for the call. And uh, we do appreciate that, 318-219-4569, about one-third of the way through, but a great question there from Linda. Uh, continue the conversation. Let's talk about some, your, your teams that you work with now and um, some of the other specialists and how that relates to some of the other specialists in the field. Yeah, so palliative care, we work with home health and um, dietitians. We have social workers. We work with various different other organizations mm -hmm. and collaborations mm -hmm. in order to help the patient with anything that they need um, in regarding their illness. Um, hospice mm -hmm. has a massive team of chaplains and social workers and um, aides, volunteers. They, they have a lot of resources that are able to help not only the patient but the family as well. Okay, how about you like? Absolutely. Like Andrea said, we work together. So maybe she's seeing a patient for palliative care, mm -hmm. but the journey's taken more of a route for hospice. Mm -hmm. We can send a nurse in as well to do a, a courtesy visit or an informational visit along with Andrea. 
um, just to kind of tell them what we can offer. But then sometimes she has patients that improve, you know, a lot of times and, and they no longer need us, but I know we'll touch into that pretty <laughs> soon. Yeah. I, I, let's, let's just dive into it right now. Well, I'll tell you what, we actually got okay. another caller and uh, Jack joins us live this morning to uh, ask the ladies a question. Jack? Okay. Yeah, hi. Hi, how are you? I have what I believe is a very difficult question. I think it's one of the most difficult that you can imagine, and I'm not very knowledgeable about this area. Let's take a situation where um, my wife has a mother who is 79 years old and is extremely active. That's the difficulty. Usually at 79, somebody's in the bed or whatever, Let's take a situation, which is a true one, where the mother is extremely active, but again, uh, it's problematical with respect to her age and her emotional, mental abilities. Literally, she's a type of person who has to be watched, putting her in a hospital bed, leaving her sit. Um, this may be typical for some people, but not her, because she'll be up and around. Um, the daughter watches her 24-7, okay? I can't come up with any kind of an answer to do anything. We have, I, I think we have Blue Cross out the wazoo and, and whatever healthcare there is. I would love to hear a solution to this problem, which to me is extremely difficult. Again, this isn't a situation where you've got somebody who's, who's 79 and they're, you know, can I change the A? I, I just remembered something. Um, I'm misspeaking. It's not 79. It's 97. 97. Extremely active person, but again, mental, emotional um, is, is being lost. My wife takes care of her 24-7. It's an impossible situation. I have no answer. And if you people do, or any of you experts, God, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to get them for you, Jack. Appreciate the call, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So it does sound like an, a, a situation that we have come across before. Um, I definitely think it warrants um, contacting your provider or her provider and say, hey, we're interested in having the nurse practitioner come out. Because when Andrea comes out, she'll do a whole assessment and see what's going on, what medication she's on, is something affecting something else, and then dive in and can get to resources if they're needed as well. Absolutely, and our social workers are great in mm -hmm. going in and assessing the situation, the patient's support system, the patient's home situation and, and their home life, and they're able to provide us with also guidance as, as well as how we can also help that patient. Uh, very interesting. How do, you get, how, how do you get 24-7? Literally, this person needs 24-7 assistance, and, and that seems to me almost impossible. So there are uh, services available to help um, give that care at home. If you are needing someone around the clock 24-7 to come in and help, there are resources out there and there are services out there that we can help you with. Um, please call us um, at that number Andrea listed, the 399-7520. At that number, um, if we can get a referral, which is the paperwork regarding your mother-in-law sent to our office, then we can dive in and get you those resources and get you that help um, that you're looking for, for sure. 
What was that phone number? I'm sorry. What was the phone number again? It's 318-399-7520. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate the information. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, Jack, thank you for your question. And um, I'm sure you ladies, just like Jack uh, offered up there, how unique of a situation that he felt that he had there with his uh, family member. But talk about like how you specialize, some of the things that you're going to look for. Because um, it doesn't sound like, although people kind of feel like uh, they've probably never seen this before, oftentimes it may be a case that you have, maybe many times. Yeah, we, we see various situations all the time and we that's why we have such a wonderful team and um, with ex you know in their fields expertise in their fields that are able to go in and and help patients and assess their situations and really create a a plan um, that's really tailored to them and their needs absolutely because a lot of times you feel you know we find that the families feel lost like this is what's going on I don't know what to do and once we come in there, whether it's hospice, whether it's palliative care, they're like, I wish I would have done this sooner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I know, because now you're opened up to all these resources that's Absolutely. there to help. And oftentimes, I'm sure folks had no idea that it was a extensive as, as what is actually Correct. out there to help. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, we're just over the halfway point here on Healthline. We wanna to try to get to as many questions as you may have. So again, that number to call is 318-219. 4569. Today's topic is palliative care and the benefits and how that's uh, helping folks in need and of course their family members as well. And I think so far we've taken uh, a call from Lynn, a call from Jack, both on different different ends of the spectrum there too. Um, Jack, of course, a family member of someone that's looking to take advantage of Lynn, uh, her herself. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to uh, I think, uh, Wendy, you touched on this a little earlier, too, is the fact of um, do people that take advantage of these services, do they, do they get better, or is it always um, kind of the same result? Yeah, I, I, we have seen patients that, that do graduate off the service. Um, they may need us again later on down the road or something like that, but we, we do have patients that are able to uh, graduate off of palliative care. Well, that is mm -hmm. certainly, that has to be an, an inspiring thing to see as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and like I said earlier, every situation is different. Everyone is unique. And so everyone's plan of care is going to be individualized, customized to their needs. Absolutely. So if they graduate off, congratulations. Yes. If they move to where they need hospice care, we're here for them and take them through the rest of that journey. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is so interesting. Um, so I also, I love the fact that people don't have to give up their personal doctor. Um, sometimes, a lot of times people develop that relationship years in advance before they would even come here. Um, what are some things, what are some conversations that you may have with their doctor to kind of see if this is right for them? Well, we, we do reach out to doctors. Um, we have case managers in the hospitals that also reach out to physicians as well to, you know, see if they're patient is qualified for hospital or for palliative care mm -hmm. um, do you want to elaborate on that yeah so if um, if they're eligible for the palliative care yeah. then Andrea will come in and help to manage those mm -hmm. those symptoms um, physicians a lot of times like you said are 
the centerpiece. You know, they've been with them for 30 years. Absolutely. They're not ready to give them up and they don't have to. Um, mm -hmm. So that's where the communication and the collaboration come together um, with Andrea. And the referral she mentioned can start at the hospital, you know, before their discharge, if they wanna go home with home health, but they need that little extra layer. Maybe they can't get into the doctor for a couple of weeks or, or whatnot. They can send that referral to palliative care and then you have not only Andrea, but the physician involved in their care. Okay. When is the determination made or how was the determination made to see if hospice is needed as opposed to a palliative care? So when Andrea is in the home, if she starts seeing, because she's also with us for the, uh, the hospice side as our nurse practitioner as well, so she knows what to look for. And if she sees that this patient's probably gonna be eligible, um, and they're open to that conversation, then we can start chipping away at having that initial conversation to say, this is what's gonna suit you best. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they're not ready and that's okay. You know, we can continue their, their care with the palliative care. Okay, so that's, mm -hmm. it's not always set in stone. That's right. Yeah. We, okay. we try to support the patient wherever they're at in their journey, whether it's, you know, they're not quite there mentally or if they're not quite there physically. We wanna provide at Christus services that meet every patient's need, whether it's home health, home health and palliative, or palliative only, or hospice. You know, and we just try to make sure that we go in and we educate the patient and let them know what's available to them and so that we can best meet their needs. Absolutely, okay, great. Let's talk about the transition. Let's say that that determination is made, everybody's on the same page, something that the patient is uh, wanting to go forward with. Um, what happens with that transition from palliative care then to hospice? Yeah, so when the patient is ready for that, we will, um, either I can write the order or their um, physician or their specialist can write that order um, if they qualify for hospice and then we'll transition them over and basically I'll send a basically a referral over to Wendy and the team and they'll they'll get them processed through okay and what are some things you're doing during that process so we'll make contact with the family and usually Andrea has already spoken to them and, and have got their blessing along with the physician's blessing um, and just reach out and tell them this is what you can expect this is how we can help answer any questions that they have and um, it's a pretty quick process so then we get the nurse out there usually that day or the next day you know whatever's convenient for that family um, so it's a, it's a fairly easy process and back to sometimes they, you know, if, if we mention hospice and they're not ready, that's okay. okay. You know, I don't want people to think, oh, well, palliative care means that they're going to go straight into hospice. Not always. You know, a lot of times they just need palliative care to manage those symptoms. And if they get to that journey down the road where they need us for hospice, we're there. But like we mentioned earlier, a lot of them graduate off of her program. Yeah, that mm -hmm. is fantastic too. I'm sure it makes a lot of a lot of family members happy too. Right. Well, we still have uh, about seven minutes here on Healthline, and of course the topic has been palliative care, maybe a hospice question that you have. So that number is 318-219-4569. Andrea Walters, nurse practitioner at Christus Palliative, and Wendy Neely, the account executive at Christus Hospice. So different names there. Christus Palliative and Christus Hospice. Let's talk about how you two work together. What are some things that you do maybe on a daily basis or on a case-by-case -case basis 
to not only work together, but of course ultimately help these, uh, these patients and their family members. So the patients, are, they're the reason why we're here, is to help them. And if Andrea sees someone that, and she says, hey, I really think that they need to have the hospice talk, I've mentioned it to them, they want you to come visit, then I'll go out and, and do that home visit, explain what all's go, you know, what we all have to offer, um, and just communicate with each other. Um, and the family may say, you know what, I'm, I'm just not ready for that. Or they may say, that sounds exactly like what we need, sign us up. Then it's just communication, you know, and keeping the physician involved that their patient is now ready to transition um, and, and getting that care started. So it's communication, it's collaboration, um, and meeting meeting the patient where they're at. Is there anything you wanted to add? I think Wendy pretty much covered that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So. Now that is great. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure, you know, you and I, uh, we were all talking off camera too. You both bring more than a decade of experience, each of you. Mm -hmm. um, so you certainly know what you're doing uh, with the job and how to navigate the waters there. Um, when it comes to uh, the patients themselves, uh, there's not necessarily a specific illness or specific symptoms or specific age. This really can impact someone of just about, you know, I'm sure it varies across all across the, all across the board. It does, it does, and patients do not have to have a prognosis. It used to be palliative care was like a prognosis of 18 months or less. Um, they do not have to have that prognosis. You can have palliative care for as long as you need. Hmm. So that's really been beneficial for patients as well, especially the ones that graduate off. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And we see patients of all ages. You know, a lot of times, you know, we go through a phase where we see patients even younger than what you would even think. I mean, they could be in their 20s or 30s. You know, we're seeing younger and younger patients now than we ever have before. So there's no age limit. I know our caller earlier, she was 97, um, but we have seen patients significantly younger as well and even older I mean we've had some that are 102 mm -hmm. you know All right. so yeah well, that is great well the, the goal of the goal of Healthline and I'm sure the goal of you know what what you do for a living is to just improve the patient's lives yeah. that's what it comes mm -hmm. down to so I can you know based on our conversation there's a lot of caring that goes on here right. um, so how, how have you seen when it comes to uh, Andrea we'll start with you when it comes to palliative care um, how have you seen it grow over the years? What are some things that maybe has changed since since you started to where we are today in 2023? Well, like I said, the, the prognosis of 18 months or less, people are living a lot longer, and so you don't actually have to have that uh, that that limit of 18 months or less. Um, it's, it's grown from, palliative and hospice used to be kind of grouped in together, and now they're two complete spe uh, different specialties. And so that's that's fairly new, um, and it's basically symptom management, helping patients live longer and manage their symptoms at home. And you know, if they need hospice down the road, then that's something we can provide, we can refer them to. And if if not, that's okay too. You know, they can yeah. graduate off. So. Yes, mm -hmm. um, Wendy. Basically, the same question too, but mm -hmm. also it, it seems you know again some of the research that I was uh, I was doing it doesn't seem like hospice is what it used to be. It seems like, you know, especially in your field Absolutely. as well, a lot has changed over the years. Yes. Um, it used to be, you know, and, and that's why the stigma is around hospice, because most people, when they think of hospice, they think, oh my goodness, my loved one is about to pass. Yeah. But hospice is really about living and making every moment count. And 
it's changed over the years you know so patients are able to travel now on vacation and we can set them up with a hospice where they're traveling to um, and then continue their services when they get back in town so it's really about making every single moment matter um, and, and you don't have to be confined to a bed to be on hospice you know yeah. it's and you don't have to stay in that six month time frame you know that's just the best guess and a lot of times when we get patients on service they live longer and when mm -hmm. they get to that six month mark we will reevaluate them if they've had a decline of any sort we can continue their service okay that is mm -hmm. fantastic i had no idea that people could still uh, absolutely manage to do that absolutely mm -hmm. it's a it's a more about quality of life yeah. at that point and we we support them we're like yep. go go on vacation go hang out with friends and family so it's it's wonderful to see them living yes and especially too at that time maybe some folks feel like they they still have they still got to get in those uh, those last couple years or weeks or months right. and we you know none of us mm -hmm. know how long we have so let's make the most that's of it that's right absolutely yeah, that's right. and i love that the fact that um you can still pull that off mm -hmm. so uh ladies we got just uh, about a minute and a half here is I'm sure some folks watching today maybe didn't get some questions answered. We touched a number of things. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, if they wanted to follow up, um, where's a good place that they can reach out and get those questions answered? Um, we'll give them the hospice line. It's 318-383-6748. Um, it's a 24-hour number. Um, we always have a nurse on call. And um, you want to give them the palliative care number? Yeah, you can always call hospice and inquire about palliative care care questions, but you can also call Palliative Care Office. Um, it's 318-399-7520. Oh, fantastic. Well, ladies, we really appreciate your time today. I think it was a very successful Healthline 3, answered a lot of questions uh, dealing with the topic of palliative care. Andrea Walters, nurse practitioner at Christus Palliative, and Wendy Neely, account executive at Christus Hospice. So if you have any questions relating to the topic, make sure you reach out to these two professionals and get them answered. Well, ladies, thank you so much for We really appreciate it today. Thank you. It certainly was our it. pleasure. And that's going to do it for our Healthline 3 today. Remember, you can always go to our website at ktbs.com for more. Have a happy and a healthy day.